0: And welcome to another Bullet Points episode of The Emma Gunn Show. And in this episode, I thought I would share with you a few bits of news and also answer a few of the questions that have come up in DMs, emails and messages recently. And just to point out, these messages are from you, my most excellent listeners. And I'm honestly so delighted to hear from you. So please don't ever be shy about getting in touch. I will tell you all the ways that you can contact me at the end of the show, but let's jump straight in, shall we? So the news part of this episode is that I have been invited on a few podcasts recently, which has been so lovely. So if you want to hear me answering and not asking the questions then I thought I would let you know where you can find these conversations. Obviously, the links to all of them will be in the show notes. First up, um, she's been on this show, so you will have known if you listen to her Feel Good Habits. I was on Emma Forbes' Life and Soul podcast. Emma is a broadcaster and a TV presenter who is someone I've looked up to in my career and who has created a series where she asks her guests what gives them life and what feeds their soul. And it was such an interesting conversation. And Emma is so brilliant at making the connection between... Her and her guests feel incredibly natural and very easy. On her podcast, we talked about failure, what it's like to fall flat on your face professionally and how to pick yourself up. We talk about the things we cling to in order to stay grounded, how the last 12 months have changed our perspectives and have helped us rethink our priorities. And it was such an honest, fun chat. So if you're looking for something like that to keep you company, then I highly recommend it. I was also very pleased to be invited on Heather Thompson's podcast, which was such a joy to record. Heather is an entrepreneur and a designer who some of you may recognize as a one-time housewife from the Real Housewives of New York, the hugely popular Bravo show, which you know I'm a fan of. And on her in my heart podcast, we talked about the struggles and hurdles that we all inevitably encounter as we navigate through life, and the ones where we really screwed up and really had to learn the lesson or face screwing up again, and what it what it's like when you screw up and you learn the lesson and you realise I had to screw up in order to learn that. So we really do sort of get into the integrity of. Messing messing up, and Heather is such a warm host, and it's unbelievably supportive. You can just tell that if she's your friend, she's an incredible cheerleader, and that really comes through on her show. So it was such a delight to chat to her. And finally, I was a guest on Liz Bohannon's podcast, Plucking Up. This is probably the most honest I've ever been on tape and in conversation about my career, my mental health the screw screw ups I've made and much more. And we talk about the fact, Liz is really interested, her whole podcast is about plucking up like where you screw up and then how you have to pick yourself up and what you learn along the way. And I got my dream job and I mean my dream job at 26 years old. And I figured that that was my Hollywood ending and everything would be okay from that point forward. But actually, things got pretty dark. And at 37, on the brink of a breakdown, my world literally imploded. My work life, my life life, my friendship life, everything. And in my conversation with Liz, I explained how I let it get that bad and how I then had to piece my life back together afterwards. So I it, it was definitely the most honest i think i've ever been about all of those things uh, not here and um so if you're curious about any of those conversations the links of course will be in the show notes and then another little bit of news also in the press if you like If you haven't already seen it, I wrote a feature for Red magazine here in the UK all about how my breast reduction surgery ended up being a trigger for me facing my eating disorder and taking steps towards recovery. And there'll be more on this in upcoming episodes because it's only very recently that I've come to understand that overeating or binge eating disorder, which is a recognised condition, is actually a mental illness and tackling it is way more complicated than it may look from the outside. And truthfully and this is what you may have thought as well by listening to me, I thought that when I had my light bulb moment and finally figured out what my issues are with food, I thought that that was the majority of the work done. I thought, oh, finally, this is what it was supposed to feel like. I was just supposed to wake up one morning and I wasn't going to feel weird around food. But now I realise... There's, there's a, a path to recovery, a long path to recovery, and it's not quick and it's not easy. It's constant work, and that's something I want to explore in future episodes because truthfully, the data shows that a lot of men and women struggle with overeating or binge eating, and it's easy to label it as something that it isn't. It really is, because if you think... In my case, my overeating meant that I was heavier than I would like to be and there was the evidence but that could be just described as Emma's a bit greedy, Emma eats too much and it can be dismissed and it can be minimized and it can be diminished and it mustn't be because it isn't just as simple as saying oh you're carrying a little bit of extra weight so just eat less and move more. Yes Marjorie, if it was that easy we'd all do it. So just know there's more coming from me on that subject on this podcast and if you ever think that I had that light bulb moment and that was it and now life is perfect and now I'm fine and I walk around and I don't have any issues with food then please know that it's still something I work on daily and I always try to be as transparent but also as responsible as possible when it comes to talking about food and talking about weight. So I will be tackling those subjects in a way that I hope will be helpful for you, my most excellent listeners. And if you have any questions about that, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Cause when you get in touch with me and you tell me about your experiences and what would be useful for you to know, I take those into my conversations with the experts that I then get on the show. So please if you have any questions about that, if you have any concerns, obviously you can be completely anonymous. Just DM me or email me and again I'll put I will share all of the ways you can get in touch with me at the end of the episode. So I also said I was going to answer some listener questions and these are taken from messages and DMs I receive from you, my most excellent, brilliant lot of listeners. And these are the ones that come up time and time again. So there are three questions that I'm asked kind of on repeat, uh, pretty much. I have to be honest, a lot of you or a lot of people are getting in touch on Instagram at the moment, which is great, uh, but it's just I've noticed there's been a definite increase in volume of messages on there, which is not something I'm unhappy about. Um, A question I'm being asked loads, and it would be on Instagram because I've spoken most, I think, about Jillian Michaels on Instagram, is are you still using the Jillian Michaels app and or what Jillian Michaels workouts are you using from the app? So the short answer is that yes, I am. I shared on stories every day when I was doing the low-impact workout and the sexy abs programs. And they were both four-week programs within the app. And because Julian had recently been on the podcast and I wanted to give you a sense of what it was like to follow one of her programs, I shared it pretty much every morning on social media. So the low-impact workout was five days a week. And the sexy abs were six days a week. So every day before and after those workouts, I was sharing on Instagram stories. So it would have seemed like I was sharing a lot of workout content. But honestly, it was a lot. It was really, really tough. I loved it. But prior to starting it, I was doing three hit or three weight-based workouts a week and doubling that, uh, specifically with the Sexy Aves program, really had an impact on quite a lot. So my appetite shot up, went through the roof. I was suddenly, honestly, ravenously hungry. And Claire Coleman, who's a really good friend of mine, the forensic beauty journalist, she's absolutely excellent. Please follow her at Features Journal on Instagram. She I, She's used Julian's app a lot. And I was messaging her saying, is it normal that I've woken up at six o'clock in the morning and I want to eat steak? <laughs> like It was definitely... The increase in expenditure and energy expenditure clearly had an, uh, an effect on my appetite. I was either sleeping really heavily or very fitfully. And I had some form of muscle soreness the whole time. Some days it'd be legs, some days it'd be upper body, and it, to be expected based on the workouts that had preceded it. And these aren't necessarily bad things, but I noticed them because it was such a big change from what I was used to. However... I loved how I felt for doing the programs. Honestly, when I finished the sexy abs, I felt like my my stomach had never looked like that before. And even though the changes have been subtle, I can definitely see a structural difference in my, my torso. Without a shadow of a doubt, my abdominals definitely have been improved and are... Um, that you can definitely spot the muscle tone and tension in there, which is great. So I love doing them. And Gillian says this time and time again, that if your goal is to lose weight or tone up, in addition to increasing your overall fitness, then that's where her expertise lies. She's not the trainer to go to if you want to really bulk up or build muscle. She's very good at guiding people towards leaner bodies through diet, exercise, and lifestyle changes. And that's definitely what I found with those workouts. They were intense. She works you hard, but they are over pretty quickly, but you really do feel the results. So since I finished Sexy Ab. I've been having a look around YouTube and other places for inspiration and I also just haven't been sharing on Instagram stories simply because I just didn't want my content on there to become repetitive and I think it can be quite annoying hey, I'm doing another workout if I'm not bringing you anything new. So I'm just having a little bit of time really to, I'm using Jillian's app three times a week, but I'm also working my way around YouTube a little bit uh, to, to look for other workouts. So I'm using Jillian's app three days a week so that I know I've got that constant. And I'm at the moment, I'm doing the banging bikini body, but I'm doing it at my own pace. So I think it's a six day a week program again, but I'm doing it three days a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I do other workouts. I slot other workouts in in between. And recently I bought some new gym equipment in the form of some resistance bands and I did an Instagram story on them this morning and I was totally and utterly inspired by Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm. She has an absolutely banging body She and she shares her workout videos. She lifts heavy, she works hard and she gets the results and you can tell the hard work that she puts in because you can see it. She just looks absolutely insane. So there I was probably lying, eating a pizza <laughs> I just ordered these resistance Bands because I was watching her Instagram videos and I ordered these resistance bands and they were under 15 pounds and they arrived. They are so good, they are really great quality. And so I thought, I know, I'm going to look at Pop Sugar Fitness. So they have a YouTube page, they have a YouTube channel. And Joe Jones and Claire Coleman are both big fans of Pop Sugar Fitness. So I decided to just go into their. Uh, channel and search resistance bands came up with a load of workouts. And so I added them to my own playlist and I've just been trying those out depending on how I feel. And it's so interesting because with Gillian, I had the setting where you get maximum coaching. So she talks you she talks to you during each exercise and explains what it's doing and why it's working. Although my app is actually quite glitchy, and sometimes this works and sometimes it doesn't, it's a bit of a funny one with the app. Um, I'm sure I know other people have said to me they found it glitchy too. But in the main, it's great. But sometimes some small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Sometimes the sound doesn't work or uh, it loads up. And then it like, for example, yesterday loaded up my workout and it gave me the same four circuits. So it got by by minute 22. I was like, God, goodness, this is repetitive. So it can be a little bit glitchy. But hey, there's that. It's not a big deal. I still got a great workout. But I followed one this morning using the resistance bands by somebody called Heather Robertson, and it was great. And actually, her workout came up as an ad between pop sugar workouts. So it was really something that I stumbled on that I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. But she says nothing, not a thing. There is music. You get a 10 second countdown between exercises. So she tells you what's up next, but then you just have to sort of look at the screen and watch. And I don't mind that. Then uh, the workout that I did this morning, you then do 40 seconds of the exercise. And personally, I'm really enjoying the way resistance bands amplify and maximize my movements because it's interesting. You can, for example, on this Heather Robertson workout, you do, you lie on your back. You've got the resistance band around your calves and you do adductions and with your toes pointed in your, and you just don't realize the muscles that you need to use in order to keep your legs straight and to make those motions and to keep your core solid. So they're really good for making you really focus on what you want to do. That that started to sound a little bit geeky, so I shall move on. I love a geek. Please don't at me for saying geek. I um, am a geek in certain areas of my life and I love it. So that's where I'm at. So I don't always say specifically what I'm doing, as it'll totally depend on how I feel that day, what my energy is like, what I've eaten in the previous 48 hours, and what's in store for the day ahead of me. But I do like to move and do something every single day. And I know sometimes people say, which workout are you doing? And sometimes I think, well, you have to choose what's going to work for you not what I'm doing it has to be right for you says the woman who bought resistance bands because Madison LaCroix uses them but yeah you know what I'm saying another topic I'm asked about a lot is hair loss and in fact I published two videos on my Instagram recently within the last week giving a general update but also giving an update on the products that I use every day because I thought it might be helpful for you to see what a protocol really looks like for somebody who is trying to minimize reduce and reverse the signs of hair loss and what it entails in terms of how many products when to use them how to use them how much space they'll take up in your bathroom uh how long it takes to do all of this stuff and actually hopefully what that product video really communicated was it's pretty low maintenance then there aren't that many products. It's a shampoo, a conditioner, a scalp tonic in the morning, a scalp tonic in the evening, and a couple of styling products. It's really, and some supplements, it's really not that intense. And hopefully that video was really helpful. And off the back of that video, a lot of people ask really specific questions about their own issues like their iron levels or how they would know their ferritin stores or how their hormone issues might be playing into the quality and quantity of their hair. And I have recommended that all of those people chat to a trichologist, whether it's someone from the team at Philip Kingsley or someone closer to you, closer geographically. And the one thing I've learned is that you can throw a lot of topical products at your hair loss issues. And there are tons out there that make a lot of claims, but the real key to making significant progress, if you have a real issue with hair loss, hair thinning, hair shedding, et cetera, is to seek help from a dermatologist, dermatologist, a dermatologist or a trichologist. And I mentioned dermatologist because I was having a chat with Dr. Emma Wedgworth. You might remember she came on the show, when was it? About two years ago now maybe Um, do you know what i'm honestly trying to remember was it pre or post boobs (laughs) was it pre or post boob reduction i have a feeling it was pre-boob reduction so it would have been two years ago i think and she was uh so she came on because we were talking all things skincare and there are some interesting developments and insights in dermatology on hair loss and they are able to prescribe different types of treatments because they are medical doctors and trichologists are not in the same way so It was very interesting to chat to her on DM because she saw my video and she said, oh, actually, this is front of mind at the moment because I'm doing this, this and this about it. And so I would really like to organize getting her on the podcast to elaborate because I've had quite a lot when I put those hair loss videos up. I'll be really honest, what tends to happen is somebody who's got some sort of hair supplement that they're pushing starts to DM saying, oh, I recommend people use this. Or somebody today was talking about a holistic approach and herbs and whatnot. And personally I just don't buy into that I really really don't I like clinical data I like a double blind trial I like to see evidence of things working and there's very little evidence when it comes to things like herbs for example so I want to get Emma on because I feel like she is the next step in dealing with these things and underlying medical conditions that might be leading to hair loss and hair thinning and the ways in which you can treat it And then finally, the other question I'm getting a lot at the moment, and I completely get it, something else that's been on people's minds is staying positive in and amongst the various restrictions we are all living within at the moment. So here in the UK, the Prime Minister has just announced a roadmap to COVID freedom that could see things getting back to a much less restricted reality, I don't say normal, by June 21st. And for some people, that news has been really wonderful and a feeling that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And for others, it just confirms another four months of this, which is hard to accept. I've had a lot of messages from people saying, I'm finding it really difficult that people are celebrating that we have a date because I don't know as if I can make it there. You know, it's just it feels like it's such a long time still. And I wish I could give everyone the answer that will make them feel better, but I can only share what I found useful, and that's to see the restrictions as an opportunity. And I know it's backwards, but I just feel like you have to dig deep and sometimes con yourself. And by that I mean, like, when we first locked down uh, last year, it was crap. But I thought, okay, how can I make this seem like it's something that's happened To help me, (laughs) and so I thought, okay, this is going to give me the time that I have wanted but have never had to learn how to film and edit videos, and so now I'm able to do that. And I go, oh yeah, that's a really good thing about it. Obviously, you have to convince yourself a bit, but sometimes, sometimes a white lie to yourself can can be helpful. Not in all cases, obviously, but I just feel like flipping it was. Yeah. Admittedly, I had to sell that to myself a bit, but I just tried to look at what was good about it. But it's also why I created the Feel Good Habits series, because I think we've all needed to dig a bit deeper over the last year. And on days when it can feel as though we have no idea what to do, hearing how someone else manages or tackles those feelings, I think can be really helpful. And one last thing I want to say about that before I sign off on this is that I've really noticed this week that I'm missing my friends a ton because I keep starting conversations on text or WhatsApp Nadine has learned how to do audio messages. on instagram on um, yeah on instagram whatsapp and on text so i'm now now basically first thing in the morning there'll be a, an audio message and we communicate most of the day via that and i'll just say oh by the way this just happened and i just realize i'm really missing my mates and like at nine o'clock in the evening i'm wanting to start a conversation in whatsapp groups for no reason other than i'm just feeling it and i miss my mates at the moment so we're all we're all there we're all there but thank goodness for my lovely uh what's that group i have to shout out to caroline nadine and claire who just make me hoot and howl with laughter pretty much every day and uh if ledger if people need to be talked off ledgers then it happens in that group which is really nice and lovely right so perhaps what i can do when this podcast goes live it's start a thread in the facebook group asking you because i really want to know from you most excellent lot i want to know what you're doing whether maybe you can just if i start a thread if you can reply with your five feel-good habits so we can start a conversation that might be helpful for those of us who are feeling a bit jaded right now don't want to listen to a podcast but would like to just see some suggestions why not um, let me start that in the group and if you have five feel-good habits just a list you don't need to elaborate in the way that we do on the podcast we can always ask further questions but just a list of things that you know work and we'll get that conversation going in the group because I think it could be really helpful it's always such a pleasure to have spent this time with you and i really appreciate that your time is precious so thank you so much for sharing it with me if you want to get in touch with me all you have to do is email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com you can dm me on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns or you can join that facebook group now the link to join is in the is not in the facebook forum (laughs) goodness me the link to join is in the show notes which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode you have to answer some questions and you do have to agree to the forum rules now i do understand apparently that on some mobile devices you cannot see the option to agree to the forum rules but please 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 do otherwise i cannot let you in i had to decline a ton of people last week and it broke my heart well let's be realistic about this it was disappointing that i had to do it but i i can't break the rules for some and not for others So please answer those questions. Please agree to the forum rules. And I'd love to see you in there and you can share your questions for me for the the things you'd like to see more on the podcast, topics that you would like me to handle, all of them. If you you post them there, other people will no doubt join in and say what they would find useful about that. And it's a really great way to help make the show perfect for you, the, the show that you really want to listen to. So I'd really appreciate you taking to the Facebook group and sharing those thoughts and feelings with me. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you lots of love. I will see you on the next one.